0: welcome goddesses and gentlemen on the goddess rediscovered podcast with your host terry Syrah. we're trying something new with our audio let us know if at goddess rediscovered on instagram on how you like the format and the quality getting into our topic for today and speaking about anger terms angry resentment, passion, these are all words of the same spectrum, spaced out, based off of their degree of intensity. Without anger, you can't have passion, you can't understand passion. And without resentment, you can't understand love. Everything is spaced out and everything is on a linear line. But the separation is by the degree of which they are on that line. Now this topic and this idea of anger was mainly driven by Some of the stuff that I was seeing out there as well as my own experiences. This mostly relates to if women are angry and if they can be angry. And where is that anger? Usually when we think of somebody angry or someone driven by anger, usually picture someone like a macho man all out and screaming at someone or that maybe that kid that was picked on during school and is now angry at the world. Those are some of the images, at least for me, that get conjured up when I think about anger or angry. We think about the expressiveness of anger, not necessarily the ability to sit with it and to be with it and of course these are all stereotypes anger is something we all go through and something we face even myself is that anger that causes our blood to boil our veins to pop and the sudden increase in our heart rate and the flushing of our skin I would say it's much physiological as it is psychological and emotional. It can ruin the mood. It can cause love and trust to break. I recall reading this article and it spoke about relationships and anger and that anger within a relationship is that it tends to start to destroy trust over time. Because it takes everything that you've built together and everything that you've loved and the person that you love and it starts to erode at that trust and it erodes at that love that's there. Which ultimately, I think, it's not something that we want with our, our relationships. It's something that's emoted out. It's something that causes us to be and to express and to project that hurt or that need. And especially as it starts to boil up. But what about women? When you look at anger and you look at how anger is portrayed within social media or even media in general, within our culture, the media portrays women as that angry woman. As that show, wife, the crazy ex girlfriend, or I guess nowadays, uh, the new term, feminazis, or I think the one that's been more commonly used and the one that's been the oldest, well, somewhat the oldest, the angry black woman. Alexis from Living Lex writes that angry black woman, well, She's a woman that is loud, inherently enraged, overbearing, and disruptive. And this portrayal of the particular stereotype of this angry black woman is what prevents women from moving forward. I've come across within my research here that many black women are afraid to speak up or afraid to express their ideas in a louder tone for fear of being portrayed as a stereotype which in the board meetings or which in investor meetings or which in any type of business setting ultimately is required you're required to raise your voice you're Required to get to a state in which you can be heard because things can get heated and perhaps you do have the best idea and perhaps you do have that thing, that one thing which will cause that company or even your own company or that investor to actually take off. But if you're constantly checking yourself and if you're constantly being suppressed that anger, or at least that voice, tends to get shut out and that idea will get passed over or somebody else might say it. Once we have these ideas, they're back out into the ether and we can pick up on them. But that's a it's another topic. And within society, I would say women are told not to be angry. There's this disdain towards females that are angry within our societies and within our culture and within our everyday lives. They're told to hold back within the workplace and within these day to day lives, like I mentioned. And I guess just thinking about that, if they are holding back, if women are holding back, then they're having their boundaries stepped on. If you can't express what your boundary is, because that's what really an expression of anger is, is if that need or if that boundary is being stepped on or encroached on, then you need to have the capability to be able to express yourself in having your boundary stopped and having that boundary set so that it doesn't get overstepped and so that you can feel safe within your being. Of course, there's some triggers within that. There's, of course, trauma laden within that, too. But at the very basic sense of things, you need to have the capability to be able to stop someone from stepping on your boundary and crossing that. And I would say, in fact, that we see this within our societies, this double standard that it exists between men and women, that women are told that anger is not good. But men are kind of given the pass of expressing themselves. And I guess that's partly because they're seen as the protectors. As someone that's there in order to propagate and to ensure that their woman's boundary or their own boundary or society's boundary or the country's boundary doesn't get stepped on. And in which case aggression is required in order to stop that. In some cases, yes, you can logically have a chat with the chap, but in many cases you would have to get a little aggressive. But aggressive and anger are not the same thing in that sense. Aggressiveness is more of that ability or the expression of that anger. It's what results as a, because of that anger. At least that's how I like to think of it. And that anger, whatever that anger is and whatever it's stemming from, like I mentioned, is that projection. And it's that projection coming up through your root chakra, then your sacral, and then out through the solar plexus. It's like a punch coming out from your solar plex into the other person's solar plex. In fact, if you aren't aware of it, it doesn't even reach your heart. It doesn't even reach the other person's heart because it's not projected as such. One of my teachers or one of my spiritual teachers, she talks about stepping into this, the Kali energy. This Kali is a goddess within uh, Indian mythology. Kali is the embodiment of everything that a powerful goddess is, or should be, to an extent, when she's in her element or within her power. The story goes that Kali was asked by one of the main gods, out of the the multitude of gods there are, to essentially take out some demons, demons who were causing a lot of uh, pain and suffering, and she transformed into uh, this being who then went down on Earth and essentially started stomping out all the demons. And if the demon's blood ended up spilling and uh, being mixed in within the Earth, they would start to sprout again. They start to grow. And Kali then started drinking the blood. So in some images, if you look up Kali, you would see this fierce... Uh, woman this animated woman holding the uh, and, uh, like the skull of her defeated foe and just uh, drinking her blood or drinking his or their blood. Kali ended up being cooled down or calmed down by her husband who couldn't actually stop the intensity of what was happening. He couldn't stop her anger. Except for just lying down in front of her. And the moment she stepped on him, that's when she stopped. Because she realized she had kind of broken a boundary within their sacred marriage. But it goes to show that within even mythology, that there's this portrayal of this goddess, of this embodiment of anger, that once it is harnessed and once it is brought to light, it can defeat demons. Of course, you always need that check to be able to stop and be like, hey, what's going on here? Am I in the right or am I just now causing more hurt and causing more pain and adding more to the trauma and the issues that are going on? And as a result of the anger moving up through your root chakra, through your sacral chakra, and then up through and out your solar, If a man or a woman on the receiving end of things, get obliterated by it, but if they are conscious enough, now there is a difference, they are able to reduce the magnitude of the hurt being received because they can stand in their power. They can ground and open up their heart even more. This is something that I've done or I've learned to do within uh, my consulting, within my day to day job in which case we go into um, hospitals and where we're conducting a lot of heavy change. We're changing the way people are going to be doing their jobs, especially nurses. Nurses are the backbone of many hospitals. You you can uh, have a discussion with me on that. But many nurses and many people, because of the change that's coming down, they get hurt, they get, angry, they get triggered and they tend to lash out. I've heard some very interesting comments being made. But at the end of the day, the way that I solve these issues was standing in my own power by remaining grounded, by remaining calm, by being able to adjust my tone and my inflection, by understanding, opening my heart up to understand what they were Therefore, what was happening, and that's where I've noticed I was able to overcome those issues, those barriers that many people weren't able to as a result of the change. Now, anger, in many cases, like I mentioned with the story of Kali, can be utilized to transform oneself and to achieve the unthinkable. Of course, this change that is driven by anger is momentary and it will not last that long. We're able to transform it into something that is unusable. And the more usable it becomes and the more grounded it becomes, the more perfect it becomes. Perfect isn't the act of achieving everything 100%. Perfection really is being able to understand something that's there, but also looking at the white side, the black side and the gray side of things and being able to navigate between that. At least to me, that's what perfection is. Now, when we're able to transform this anger and to ground it and to hold it, we're able to achieve the understanding of the emotion by understanding why we're being driven by this emotion of this anger where it's coming from but of course that also entails being okay with feeling anger within spirituality there's this dilemma there's this uh, I guess peace that's out there that many people aren't okay with feeling their anger they think that if they feel anger then they're not spiritual but you're, ha- you're just a human being. Well, you're a soul in a human being's body, but in the moment when you're feeling those emotions, you're just a human being. Have that compassion for yourself. It's okay to feel it. Anger is okay. It's important. And as a result of that, don't judge yourself because you have that anger or you're expressing that anger. It's good. Of course, be careful of who you're directing to and where you're directing and how you're directing it. you got to see where that anger is coming from. In fact, sometimes I like to sit and relish in the anger because I know it's telling me something. It's causing an internal change within me. And it's putting my perception of what I'm angry about to the forefront. But it takes time. And you can't do it overnight. It's practice, practice, practice to reach that perfection. Dr. Amber Hayden states, women use their anger to fight injustice, intolerance, the lack of representation, inequality, and more. In this context, Anger is women is being used constructively. It's being harnessed and being dealt with in a proper manner to cause change, to be the voice that wasn't there before. And like I mentioned, that anger can be utilized to makes one's life better and to move past the hurt, the resentment and the control. That we want because of the anger. That is the end of today's session. I thank you for listening. And we'll all see everyone next week on the Goddess Rediscovered podcast. Do write to us and let us know on Instagram at the Goddess Rediscovered. This is Terry signing off.